You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Today we were hit with a pretty big snowstorm. And it's been windy, and most people stayed home from work today. Right? I would say, I, I went to work, but most people stayed home. I'm and, most people. And you would be most people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, a great thing to do on a day like this is stay in and watch some movies. Nice. How's that for a segue? I like it. Yeah. It's a good ex- segue. Except it doesn't really apply here because this is more about, well, I guess it does. It's about going to the movies. Yeah. Or if you wait, then you can see them on TV. Right. But when, we're talking about... At point in time, it comes out of the theaters and onto the television. That's right. That's how it works. <laughs> and... And, uh, I mean, well, we're doing 2017 movies. Yes. So most of the good stuff right now is in theaters. Right. Most of the, like the Oscar bait. That's and true. I, and I think that's probably what we're going to focus on mostly. But I guess th- there's some other movies yeah. that came out over the course of the year, mm-hmm. the entire year, that were really good. There are movies that I forgot about that came out this year that I actually really enjoyed. I would say yeah. I enjoyed the majority of the movies that I saw this year. Yeah, I feel like I said that last year, but this year seemed like a very strong year for movies. Yeah. Of, and and also they were very different. They were all mm-hmm. very diverse movies. Yeah, I don't know. I, like I'm thinking about my favorite movies of this year, and I've I've narrowed it down, but there are some that I'm like, oh, but I really can't compare this one with that one because they're so different, like mm-hmm. the genres are so different. So it, yeah, it's a tough thing. But, you know, lately I've been going to the movies a lot. I've been, I just saw, I told you I just saw I, Tanya yesterday, yeah. which was, which I enjoyed. Nice. I had seen, we had both seen Downsizing, which yep. we both had mixed feelings about. Indeed. And I think generally the public had mixed feelings about. Yeah. I was talking to someone about that before, like I was talking with someone about going to see it. Yeah. And he said to me, I can't see that movie. I, I'm I'm weird with body horror. I said body horror, and then we got into this whole discussion about other movies that, like, I guess there's like some kind of transformation. Okay. So I mean, so the the basic premise of downsizing is, if you don't know, is people are shrunken down to about five inches. I think so. Yeah. In order to live like a fuller life with more money, mm-hmm. right? I was yeah. gonna say a larger life, but that's kind of like yeah. that, that, uh, you know. Yeah, it's like to help out. Like, uh, like a little money goes a long way when you're smaller, right. and also you uh, make a smaller footprint. Yeah. On the um, environment, right? As a, as a smaller person, that's a much better synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's what they were trying to go for. Yeah. But what ended up happening was just ridiculous yeah well it goes yeah it goes in many weird directions yeah uh, especially the second half but so i was talking to this guy and so he said like he can't he has weird thing with body horror movies and then we started talking about some other ones and there was another movie he brought up which is i think it's called the witches did you ever see this movie it came out in the early 90s i actually remember this movie pretty well it's with i know one of the witches is angelica houston Mm. and it's about this like it takes it takes place in this hotel i believe i could be getting this slightly Hmm. wrong but um anyway they turn this boy into a mouse oh that's like the one thing so like it's like oh yeah like i remember seeing that as a kid and being like, oh, this is unsettling. And so I could kind of understand why people might have a problem with like any kind of like trans transformation right. type thing. Although with downsizing, they're still people. Right. They're just kind of made smaller. So yeah. that, that's a little bizarre to me. Yeah. Oh, the AC, the not the AC, the heater yeah. wants to be on this podcast too. Yeah. Um, yes. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like, I don't know, maybe that doesn't necessarily come into the category of body, how did you? Body horror. Body horror. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if he wants to call it that and he's he's bothered by it, so, so be it. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I'd never thought of it in that way. Like, but I, yeah. I, I guess people are, there's certain things you see mm-hmm. and you're like, it, it kind of, yeah, it's unsettling. Yeah. What about the, the movie overall, what I know we have talked about it off the podcast, but yeah. what are your main thoughts about it? 
So I really like the director of Downsizing, Alexander Payne. I, I was a big fan of The Descendants, big fan of Nebraska and Sideways. You know, I, I think he's really good, really strong. So I was excited for this. And I had seen the reviews and I'd seen that it, you know, wasn't too great. And, mm-hmm. and people don't like Matt Damon. So that, that was like <laughs> another thing too. Yeah. I just had this conversation with someone recently who was saying like, once Matt Damon loses his looks, he'll be gone or something. And I said, I don't know. I think he's okay. But anyway, uh, that aside, I thought the premise was really good. Mm-hmm. I like the idea and that you can shrink down and live a you know live a fuller life and not and not you know use as much waste, not yeah. leave as much waste. Like all, all those kind of things, were, like seem like a really interesting premise. But that's as kind of as far as it went. Yeah. And without giving too much away, there's like a a sort of twist i guess that they i guess maybe they made it out to be a twist but it was really obvious from the trailer if you've seen the trailer <laughs> so like that didn't surprise me at all yeah and then as like this the second half of the movie i would say as it goes on like there's some strong characters but and and like i like um christoph waltz oh he's great. great and the other woman I, I don't know her name she's a she's a newcomer it would be hung chow i believe yeah yeah she's fantastic but this, but unfortunately, these people are given like a really weird story. Yeah, it felt like they were trying to do a few movies mm-hmm. all at once. Like they, I feel like they should have just picked a direction and went with it. Yeah, especially because the trailer made it seem out to be like it was going to be kind of like a drama comedy. Yeah, where it's like, oh, he's trying to figure himself out, but he's now in a wacky situation. Yeah, but then it, it kind of just went in. It went in a many different, different directions. Yeah, it went in a few different directions, and I wish they would just pick one and like explore that right and to try and cram it into a two-hour movie yeah that's insane like these days you can make that into a miniseries if you wanted to try it yeah maybe that that might have been like a better way if they had wanted to try out all these ideas but it didn't seem like they they fleshed out any of them it was they they gave you a little bit of it and then went well we're gonna move on to the next bit and you're like well, yeah. well what about that what about the last thing yeah, and I will say a couple of those ideas they should have just abandoned completely. Like, they just weren't necessary at all. Probably, yeah. So it was really just, like, overdone. And with everything else coming out, you know, around this time of year, mm-hmm. around, really around December, now in the holiday season, like, it really is, like, one of the weaker ones. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, and, and going along with that, um, getting off downsizing, but Star Wars, to me, Mm. doesn't doesn't really like i've I've sort of forgotten about it in a, in a way like <laughs> all these other movies stand out a lot more right for me yeah and so for for star wars and i wish we probably should have talked about this earlier in the year but whatever yeah next year uh, i already sent out our schedule to all the movie uh studios so they know when to release their movies right so that we will be able to talk about them when it's relevant <laughs> but i i'm a big star wars nerd and i was disappointed yeah with this i was just underwhelmed by it yeah like i i like afterwards i wasn't like yeah like Mm -hmm. i was just kind of like all right like i i didn't i I wasn't like as invested like that's what i said to people after i i saw it i was like i just wasn't like as invested in this one maybe that's just me like Mm -hmm. i'm just not interested as much anymore maybe it's just like disney's just it's just like doing way too many of these (laughs) and i'm just getting tired of it but again like i really liked rogue one and a lot of people had a problem with rogue one Mm -hmm. because they said there wasn't enough character development and see and i don't seem to care about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about that because also another great movie from this year another good segue was dunkirk okay i didn't see that one dunkirk you're just kind of thrown into you're thrown into it Mm -hmm. and you don't know anything about any of the characters but you somehow care about them still and i think that's an amazing thing and that's kind of how i felt about rogue one too it's like i don't really know them well at all but i still care about them I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I do. Well, using Rogue One uh, like, as a good example where if you compare it to The Force Awakens, even though that's a few years back now, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens definitely had the character building part. Yeah. And I liked that. And I also liked Rogue One, but they're two different things. Yeah. Like, Ro- Rogue One was much more just about the action. It didn't really matter so much about who the characters are mm-hmm. as much as what their mission was. Right, right. And That's true. I feel like, I don't know, the certain things were set up in... Uh, Force Awakens that, um, granted, I know that there are different directors with each of these Star Wars movies, so I I can get that they're maybe not going to want to necessarily follow everything that the previous director Mm -hmm. uh, set up, but it felt like Ryan Johnson just kind of went, fuck you, J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Everything you've set up 
I'm just going to throw away right now. Yeah. And I don't know, it just, there are certain things that really bother me. And I, I, I wrote down there would be three things that I wish were different with this movie yeah. that I personally would have made me really enjoy the movie. And mm. I didn't necessarily hate the movie. I was just kind of meh about it. That's No, that's how I felt too. I yeah. didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I would say, get rid of the casino scene. Yeah, the, anything to do with the casino that was ridiculous. That was my least favorite part. Um, of that whole thing. Yeah, I think I feel like that's generally everybody has been saying the casino scene was terrible. Yeah, and I'm I'm completely down with maybe that side story of finding the I don't know what he was the the code breaker and they mm-hmm. get uh, Benicio del Toro because he liked. was he was great. I yeah. really liked his character. I think they should have maybe changed it up where Laura Dern char- Laura Dern's character kind of filled them in on what the what her plan was. Yeah. By the way, Laura Dern, does she sleep? She's in every movie I've ever seen lately. She's (laughs) She's in everything. She's blown up out of nowhere. I see her, like, she shows up in everything. She's in downsizing even for, like, a second. That's true, yeah. She's in everywhere. But, yes. I mean, good for her. Yeah, definitely. I I hope she's getting rest. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I wish they, maybe they could have developed that character or that scene more where they tell, she tells, like, Poe and whatever what the plan is and then pose like well we have this alternate idea just in case your plan doesn't work out or whatever we want to try this out okay great Mm -hmm. you're gonna go off maybe go to like a cd bar or something like that you don't need the casino find a different Mm -hmm. way to get the benicio del toro character yeah the casino was terrible the other thing was relating to snoke Mm. and maybe if they didn't set up in Force Awakens, that there, who's the Snoke kind of guy? Yeah, it wouldn't have been a big issue. I don't mind so much the spoilers, 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 spoilers. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I think with Star Wars, we have to say like yeah. spoilers because it's really hard to. You have to talk about it. right. So spoilers. So, so if you if you don't want to listen to this part, yeah, jump uh, ahead. Jump ahead to uh, I don't know when. <laughs> yeah, use your best judgment. Yeah. <laughs> so Snoke dies. Ba-ba-bum. I don't mind so much that he died. Yeah. It, that, that wasn't necessarily a big issue for me. But the big issue is that we still don't know anything about him. Yeah, I don't. And they set up in Force Awakens like, ooh, who is this guy? And yeah. maybe if they didn't set that up, it wouldn't have been that big of an issue. You could have just thought, oh, he was like this really just bad dude. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that in, to the, like, in the third one, I guess, right? Or in episode yeah. nine, maybe they'll like go back somehow. Maybe. Maybe they'll like dive back into his story. I don't know. Maybe. But or maybe they'll just not, not right. talk about him anymore. So like, yeah. Well, I also was thinking about that where you could have still, if you kept him alive and you mm-hmm. didn't still tell us anything about him, you still could have made that work. I've used the example because... Before Lucas went back in and made the updates to A New Hope and added that stupid Jabba the Hutt scene, yeah. before that happened, there were two movies before we actually got to see Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. So that's like a good example of where you can withhold information because for those two movies, all you, we kept hearing about this Jabba the Hutt guy, Jabba the Hutt. Who is this mm-hmm. Jabba the Hutt guy? And then we see him in uh, Return of the Jedi and he's like, oh man, he's a badass. He's like a, he's a really bad dude. They could have done something like that where, okay, we still don't really know about Snoke, but maybe they're going to reveal something in the, the last one. But they didn't do anything. Like, And everybody had the fan theories like, oh, he's probably this guy. He, you didn't even need to make him anybody from like the older movies. Just make him somebody and give him some sort of backstory to like elevate his his evilness you know that yeah. that could maybe even make make when Kylo kills him, that much more like effective, like or that right. much more meaningful. Like, oh shit, Kylo killed this guy who's supposed to be the like even worse than the Emperor, you know, like something like that. So that's that I would hope. And then the last thing, I was so disappointed when it came to the interactions between Ray and Luke. Yeah, and I wish we actually got to see her train because I felt like they they spent most of the time with between them with her trying to convince Luke to train her, and then he was like all right then i'll train you and he didn't do anything he barely did anything and now she like i'm i'm really trying not to see her as a mary sue it's like i don't want to see her as that yeah but they made it really hard in this movie yeah because she didn't go through any like training and they i think they tried to like avoid that by just blatantly having him throw out like oh i've never seen power like this i've I've only seen power like this once before uh, alluding to kylo but i mean come on like but don't you need more training? I don't understand. Right. Like, I, yeah. I feel like there, we didn't get the gratification that we got with Empire yeah. when you saw Luke 
training with Yoda, you start so I'm starting out with just lifting a few rocks and yeah. he's doing a handstands and then he has Yoda on his back and he's running around doing flips and you see him try to lift the X Wing out of the bog and yeah. you see he's struggling and he fails. Yeah. And then you see growth and that was like missing from this. And right. I feel like you could have even kept in parts of where she's trying to convince him. Because that was that was an interesting part where like he really has no interest in in, in being part of, of a Jedi or being part of the force anymore. And you could have had that, but maybe make it a smaller part. Mm-hmm. Maybe get rid of the fucking casino scene and expand that maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that, that was my overall problem was that there was too much going on. It was too yeah. saturated. So you, it couldn't focus on that because there's right. not enough time. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like again, it was just, it was underwhelming and I didn't, I didn't particularly love the treatment of Luke or maybe that, that part was a little unsettling for me just as a fan. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what I've said is that it's a good, I think like critically, like critics like the movie because I think it's like a well put together movie overall. Yeah. But as a Star Wars fan, it's not the best Star Wars movie. It's just not. Yeah, like, I agree with that. It's just not a good, and you know, nothing compares to the original trilogy still. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's just, it just hasn't, hasn't touched on that. Even, even people who are like Return of the Jedi, which people say is like the weakest of them. Mm-hmm. I still think it's much better than any of these. Oh yeah, so I agree. I'm always gonna feel that way, mm-hmm. unless the Han Solo movie blows me out of the water. <sighs> I don't even want to see that. I yeah. mean, I will, but I don't want to see. It. I think they should have just used Harrison Ford and just CGI'd his face to look younger. Oh Why God, not? They do- I feel like they should have just not even done the Han Solo. Like we don't need to know about him earlier on. Well, gonna, you're gonna get rid of like the mystique about him. Disney wants to make more money, and they want to capitalize yeah. on this shit. Yeah. So let's move on from Star Wars. Yes. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we could go on and on about that, and I feel like that's it's been talked about a lot. Yeah. I went through all the movies that I at least saw yeah. in uh, 2017, and okay. I started out looking on what the earliest one is, not necessarily in the order in which I saw, but the order in which it was released. Mm. And did you see John Wick 2? Yes. What'd you th- what were your thoughts on that? I love John Wick 2. It was great. Yeah, I, I love I love John Wick one as well. Yeah, like that is just a fun movie. They're great. Yeah, that's straight up just nonsensical that, 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 yeah. guns and oh, it's awesome. It's completely self aware though. That's what's oh, yeah. great about it. It knows exactly what it is. And mm-hmm. that that scene with Common on the train. On oh the, my, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, the action is incredible. Yeah. It's just ugh. Yeah, I love both the John Wick movies, and I, I like Keanu Reeves. I think Keanu oh, Reeves great. is great because he knows he like knows his <laughs> wheelhouse, and you know what? He really like trained hard for this movie. Apparently, yeah. Did, did you, have you seen like the videos of yeah. him shoot, like on the the training course? Oh yeah, he's nuts. He's incredible. Yeah, he he brought a hundred percent. Oh, he, totally. He brought a hundred percent to those roles. I feel, I I will go. To, I actually didn't see it in theaters. I, I, I waited until it, it came out because I didn't see the, the first one and I just missed the opportunity. Okay. But going forward, I will see every single John Wick movie. Yeah, I'm sure if, there'll be more. Oh, there has to be. But the, the first great. one, so the, the first one I still probably like a little better, but I mean, they're both really good. Yeah. The first one was just like, real. it was really simple premise. Mm-hmm. Like like John Wick like wants out of the game and they kill his dog. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, fuck him back in. And then... <laughs> like the I forget the like the Russian guys are like oh you mess with John Wick he's nuts you better yeah. watch out and he just fucking goes ape shit oh yeah and then he gets a new dog <laughs> it's great <laughs> it's like such a it's just so good and it, it's the even the second one it's just it's again it's a, one of the things I want out of the game yeah. but guess what John you're back in the game yeah it's is very well done it's really and, and I like I like movies like that that are like. They're fun. They're self-aware. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Fast and the Furious or something. It's <laughs> yeah. just like so cheesy and stupid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Over that's like oversaturated now. The yeah, Fast I and think the that that franchise. I feel like takes the the ridiculousness to another level that I'm not a, a big of a fan of. It's just like it's like bigger Jack dude next to even bigger Jack dude. Yeah. It's like they like got the rock and like like who's next? Like it's just yeah. crazy. It's becoming like an expendables kind of thing. Yeah, it's weird. It's very <laughs> it's very strange. So there's another movie that I really want to talk about, and it's it I think it's up there with definitely my favorites that I've seen this mm-hmm. year. And I only recently saw it, mm-hmm. and it's Get Out. Yeah, yeah, Get Out came. So that's that's one that 
was out last January, I believe, or February. Yeah, it was like early on in the year. Yeah, yeah, because they're talking about that for the Oscars, too. And that's a weird one because that one came out so early. Mm-hmm. And that was such a surprise hit. But yeah, I mean, that movie's incredible. I I honestly didn't know what to expect because, I'm uh, again, I'm not like the biggest horror fan, but it yeah. wasn't even really horror. It was definitely more of like a thriller. It's like a thriller, horror social commentary like yeah. all kind of wrapped into one mm-hmm. and and dark comedy too i would say oh, yeah, there's I, definitely I mean some, some... i saw it in, in theaters and like people we were just it was like a fun crowd yeah it was just like people were just having a great great time and but that was a movie i mean this goes to show i mean that's definitely one of my favorite movies of this year mm-hmm. because you're watching it and you're like what the like what the fuck's gonna happen like i can't predict what's gonna happen here like i don't like i i'm i'm as like clueless as everyone else here Mm. i have no idea and you're kind of like going through it with the main character with chris yeah as as confused as he is you're like what what's happening oh why 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 is this guy running at him (laughs) like it's just like it's like all all these weird things that are happening oh it was definitely one of my favorites this year it was incredible and everyone was perfectly creepy enough. It was oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. It was a great twist. Very good. Especially because the, oh my God, the maid and the gardener. Yeah. Because the whole time I'm thinking like, all right, they're definitely, they're definitely on his side. Yeah. Like they're just, they just can't show it right now. Right. right. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I guess we don't have, yeah. That doesn't give away too much. Because we, I, I don't know, people probably hopefully have seen it by now. Yeah. Right. I feel like this whole episode is just going to be full of spoilers. Yeah, we're going to have we're going to spoil some things. Yeah. So, be prepared. <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie for this year? You know, I was thinking about this and I've seen a lot and and I hope like I'm not forgetting anything that's like slipping through the cracks cuz I was thinking about even a movie I saw um that I, I guess I had sort of forgotten about. I'd seen Lady Macbeth over over the summer. Yeah, which like no one knows about, but that was like a really that was a horror movie. That was really good. But of my favorite movie, I don't know if I have one particular. I, Get Out's probably up there in my top three. I also liked Lady Bird. I thought Lady yeah. Bird was very good. Um, and I know you didn't love it, but I liked the Florida Project. I thought okay, that was very, yeah. I thought that was very well done, and it was different. But they're like all those movies. Like I can't, I can't pin them up against each other because they're right. all so different. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I definitely did not like. The Florida Project, but I loved Lady Bird. Lady Bird. I thought that was incredible. And uh, what was uh, Laura Metcalf? Yeah, Laurie Metcalf. Oh my, my God. She was, she was, she made the movie. She was incredible. Yeah. And I, the other thing about that movie, I felt it was, it felt like uh, the most real portrayal of kind of like high school. Yeah. That I've seen in a lot of movies. I just, I thought it really pulled out the emotions really well, mm-hmm. where I sort of like, as I'm watching it, I'm and maybe it's because of like our age now. I was like feeling I, I had sympathy for for Ladybird, but I also had sympathy for the parents and yeah. maybe even more so like for mm-hmm. for the mom. I was like I was like feeling really bad for her. So it just it kind of it, it was really good at like pulling at you yeah. and and as far as like uh, the director was Greta Gerwig, like mm-hmm. she did a fantastic job in getting like these performances out of people because everyone was a hundred percent in this like yeah, everyone yeah. was really good that mm-hmm. that kid um oh god what's his name he's in everything now oh yeah um, uh, lucas hedges yes yeah he was who was in manchester by the sea mm-hmm. and who also shows up in three billboards yes yeah so he's like he's great like all all these kids are great mm-hmm. um and yeah saoirse ronan we i had seen her in brooklyn last year right. that was her movie and yeah, she's, I mean, she's proven herself to be, like, very good. Oh, Very totally. good actress. Like, we'll see her in oh, yeah. many movies for many years. <laughs> yeah, and, this will and, not be her last. And, and rightfully so. Like, she's very talented. Yeah. I actually wanted to talk about Three Billboards right mm-hmm. after. Yeah, Because yeah. I actually saw, I saw them around the same time. Another and great one, I thought. Excellent. Yeah. I yeah. really enjoyed that. It was yeah. it, uh, Martin McDonough. 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 Yeah. I, I'm terrible with names. Martin McDonough, he's done like in Bruges and yeah. like a few other things. Yeah. It had that, it was just, it was he perfect. The seven had, psychopaths too. Yeah. He had, yeah. and it just had that kind of dark comedy kind of. Yeah. That, now, that almost like well. a Coen Brothers esque in a way. Absolutely. And, yeah. and because it had Francis McDormand, Francis, yeah. <laughs> it, it made it seem that way too. The only, the only reason why I put it below like the other movies, mm-hmm. at least for me, was. 
and and it's still a great movie. There are parts where it, like it dragged more than than the other movies. Like I the other movies, that. I I was like really like invested in the whole time. Mm-hmm. And and three billboards, like there was like a couple times where I was like, all right, let's yeah. uh, let's pick it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I will say though that Sam Rockwell in that movie was yeah. absolutely incredible. Well, I love I, I love him in everything. Yeah, he is he, he really is great, great in everything. But yeah. like the fact that there were moments where there's a big chunk of the movie where I'm just like hating him, and then there's yeah. a, a, like something switched, and I'm just like, well, damn it, now I'm rooting for this yeah, motherfucker. Well, it's supposed to, it, that's the thing. It's supposed to kind of fuck with your head yeah, a little bit, and it I worked I, great. If if and that's like a a good move that's a good movie and a good director or good everything when they're able to do that when they're able to like flip it around on you oh where yeah. you start where you start to care about a character you're like wait wait i don't want to like you <laughs> yeah. but now i kind of do it's, it, it, <laughs> it becomes confusing but that's that's good it's supposed to movies are supposed to be like thought-provoking yeah. and stuff. and i've actually seen a lot of criticism about this movie really and, and be- because of that hmm. and i'm and i'm just like guys like that's what movies are supposed to do they're characters and yeah. they're supposed to be they're supposed to do that it's supposed to be thought provoking everything's not supposed to be so cut and dry i mean mm-hmm. if that's how you want it i mean fine then go see that movie that's gonna be i think personally that's like more boring you want to yeah. be challenged a little bit yeah yeah i agree yeah did you have a movie that surprised you that surprised me um yeah i would say maybe a couple surprises but one that surprised me is actually baby driver yeah yeah which that uh, was great which was like again maybe not in my top this year um but one of the most fun like that was just like a really i hadn't like more fun at that movie than i thought i would have oh totally and i'm a big fan of edgar wright who's edgar wright oh who's God. done uh Shaun of the dead mm-hmm. uh, hot, fuzz. hot fuzz um what's uh, the other one uh the world's end the world's end all and he and he did scott pilgrim versus the world which i also that think is, is a very good movie i enjoy it yeah so he's a very good director. I like his style a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this was back, back way back in the summer when Kevin Spacey was still allowed to act. That's true. Yeah, um, or show up in movies. I wonder if they'll put Christopher Plummer in that <laughs> one too. No, I, I just I think they should put Christopher Plummer in. They should just like go back in the catalog and just have Christopher Plummer play like all his roles. All his roles. Like put him in American Beauty. Yeah, like, just like Christopher Plummer everything. I think it should. I, I've seen the petition that they want people want to have him replaced with Kevin James in in, in House of Cards. In House of Cards. Right. But I feel like they should just do that with all those movies. Either Christopher yeah. Plummer or Kevin James. Yeah, well, I think they should just have like alternate versions of the movie. Because like, yeah. uh, honestly, like I love Kevin Spacey as an actor. I think he's a fantastic actor. And I love American Beauty. It's like one of my favorite movies. So I wouldn't want that to disappear. However... I think it would be interesting to have an alternate version where it's Christopher Plummer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that uh, I was pleasantly surprised about was superhero movies this year. Yeah. And I feel like I'm typically, I don't know, I'm just fatigued by superhero movies. Yeah, as am I. And this year, I actually really enjoyed the mo- superhero movies. It started out with Logan. Yeah, I was, heard Logan was good. I oh, haven't seen Oh, man, that. it was yeah. great. It was like the best way to kind of send off like, all right, X-Men. I mean, unfortunately, they're still going to be coming out with like X-Men movies. Now they're coming out with one about like the, the Phoenix or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, whatever. I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was a good way to kind of say like, all right, thanks, Hugh Jackman. You've been this role for like 20 years. Yeah. Um, He's been doing it a long time. It was a great movie. I, it, and it was like dark. I mean, it was mm-hmm. rated R, but it was like... A, I don't know. It was it really worked. rated R? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it worked really well, and it was it was like deep. It w- it was more than just like an action superhero movie. Hmm. There they were like saying something there, and it was it was like interesting. It was like a father daughter kind of relationship going down. Oh, interesting. So I really I liked that. that Thor Ragnarok. I really enjoyed. It. I w- I will say the ending kind of was, eh, but like Jeff Goldblum was incredible. Yeah. Difficult. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it was great, and they they finally were able to like be goofy with yeah. a Thor movie because the Thor movies have kind of just been bleh. Yeah, and this was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but it was. I definitely. I, I, I haven't actually, seen it. The only superhero movie I saw this year was Spider Man. Okay, because Spider Man for some, I'm always curious about the new Spider Man movies. Mm-hmm. I've always seen all of them. Yeah. Um, 
I actually enjoyed the Spider-Man movie. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, me too. I, actually, I, I liked good, it. I had a good time. I liked it better than the last one with Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah. I didn't like those. I'm still a fan of the Toby ones. Oh, those of course. Those are still yeah. my favorite, but I thought this was like a good second place. I like the direction they went. I mean, still, it's like one of those things they... Do they need to still keep rebooting Spider-Man? I'm hoping this is the last time. I'm hoping they kind of figure it out now. Yeah, that would be nice because it's really it's been done mm-hmm. quite a bit, and I, I never really got why it like needed to keep happening. Um, it just I liked how they didn't like completely copy uh, the Toby ones. Like they yeah. made it their own, which mm-hmm. they they had to do at this point because like the Andrew Garfield one, they were like, oh, we're gonna like make it a new thing, and it was just a carbon copy yeah. and just made worse. I'm just so glad we didn't have villains. to see Uncle Ben die again. Yeah, God, leave, now, that, leave that poor man yeah. alone. Now all they have to do is figure out, DC just needs to figure out how to not make a Batman where we see his parents die. Yeah, that's true. I liked <laughs> in the Spider-Man movie how they they were like, because um, they had Aunt May was, oh gosh, uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, yes. And oh, Marissa Tomei. Exactly. And that when I saw that, I was like, how, like Aunt May, like, are they just going to like play over the <laughs> fact that she's like, really attractive and no they they like totally recognized it. oh yeah so i was i was happy about that because i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be weird it's like are we are we not supposed to know yeah i've actually <laughs> i've actually seen things online where people kept saying like she keeps getting younger in every single movie yeah in every single like reimagining of spider-man yeah yeah it's true and there was no uncle ben this time around yes yeah, so, and, very... and i thought the kid was good the kid yeah. played spider-man i thought like the other kids were, like there was funny stuff in it mm-hmm. Hannibal burris plays a gym teacher oh, which he's is great, great. yeah uh, there are definitely like things i can nitpick but i oh, mean i thought it was yeah. great and michael keaton michael keaton was good oh my god he was great he was great i still think the villains in there's nothing that's going to ever top the villains in the first two Spider-Man movies. I oh, thought yeah. and honestly, I thought those are some of like the best superhero villains I've ever seen. They uh, were really great. But obviously besides like Heath Ledger's Joker, I would put right underneath though Doc Ock. Oh, sure. But, and you know, he was a fantastic villain. Alfred Molina, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And you have the Goblin in Fine. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> in Willem Dafoe. And well, I guess in on the same level like in Going like Batman, like Bane was also a good villain too. But that's true. But I still, honestly, He's, I would say like the the two Spider Man villains go right under, right underneath the Joker. I, I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they but, are the, but Keaton was okay because like the villains in the last Spider Man movies with yeah. Andrew Garfield. Oh my god, none of those terrible. villains were good. No, I liked Keaton's character. I wish yeah. they again. I feel like uh, again, it's been said a million times, not necessarily by me, but it's been said that uh, Marvel has an issue when it comes to their super villains because. They just don't really develop them besides um, Loki. He's really yeah. the only one they've kind of developed. He's been around like for a while, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But then the other two superhero movies that I saw were Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Right. That was great. Yeah. That was really fun. That was. Did that do well? I like kind of missed that. Did that like? It do wasn't well? as. It, it did do well. It wasn't as. I wouldn't say it was as good as the first one. The first one I think was definitely better. But this was still a good time. It was fun. They um, moved the story forward and in mm. in an interesting way. And then the last one was Wonder Woman. Oh, which that's is right. DC, which I really liked. Yeah, that up was until a huge the end. One. That was a huge one. This yeah, week. that was um, Patty Jenkins. Yeah, who did it, and I felt like it definitely seemed like the studio just came in at the very end. It was like, hey, you you guys need to have like a really big boss battle, and they're like, do we? Yeah. Do we really need to? The the movie hasn't been developing that way. Yeah, it's like no, you you really need to have a big boss battle. Our, our numbers show that fans like boss battles. Yeah, and they're like, all right, I guess. So that it felt like the the ending was thrown in just at the very end by the like executives yeah. forcing them because the rest of the movie I thought was fantastic. I mean, really, really great. They should get rid of Zack Snyder and put uh, Patty Jenkins in charge of all this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's weird because I didn't see it and I'll have to see it. Mm-hmm. But when Wonder Woman, her first appearance was in that Batman versus Superman movie, that, that yeah. horrible, horrible garbage. Yep. And they made such a big deal about, about Wonder Woman was going to be it. Like, Oh, Wonder Woman's going to be it. She's going to be great. You know? And like, she shows up for like, couple minutes she barely says or does anything and i'm like that's 
Wonder, okay, yeah. Wonder Woman, and they make like the cheesy joke at her expense. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Who did you call? What was it like? Yeah, I, was it? Did you call her? Or is she with you? Or, and, like, I thought she was with you. Yeah, and like they email, like did yeah. Batman email I, her? Yeah, like, I love that. I think it was maybe it was cracked or something like that. They yeah. made that joke. It's like, what are you talking about? You said you emailed her. I mean, after after that, like I guess she deserves like to have a good movie. Oh yeah, it was it's definitely definitely excellent. Like everybody was saying, I think they were like, "Does this save the the DC universe?" Apparently it didn't because Justice League apparently was a piece of garbage. Oh, and she was in that too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one. I heard it was garbage. Yeah, I forgot about that. Damn it, that. Zack Snyder. And that, that had Ben Affleck that had like the whole gang. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not interested. That's that's why I haven't seen those movies. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't see Wonder Woman. It's because I'm like, I'm just not into that stuff. Yeah. But um, but I'll give it, a, you know what, I'll watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a chance. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'll let you know. Definitely. I'll let the listeners know. Yeah. <laughs> you know one movie that it has nothing to do with superheroes, but I have it written down and I almost forgot about it. The Big Sick. Yeah. I loved that. Big Sick was very good. That um, was is incredible. And I would say that was a surprise to me too, because I like all the people in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I had high hopes. But you but you never know. Um, you never know. It was it wasn't a Judd it was a Judd Apatow produced movie, but he didn't direct it. No, it was actually directed by uh, Michael Showalter, Michael Showalter, which I didn't realize until I was researching it, and I was like, oh shit! Like, yeah, I mean, Michael Showalter has done a lot of like really fun and and cool things. Oh, he's great, and he did a fantastic job. And yeah, it was absolutely. It was like a good length, like everything, like that. That's actually like maybe like the sleeper hit. Like that actually might yeah. be up there in one of my favorite movies. I uh, on my list I have it at number two. Oh yeah, so yeah. you have Get Out and then the Big Sick. Get Out is number three. Big Sick is number two. And then number one. So number one, I, I was going through the list of the movies that I I saw mm-hmm. um, th- this year, and there's 24 movies that I saw. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think there was one week I I took the whole week off from work and just went to the movies. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, that, that we should all do that. Yeah, everybody should do that. <laughs> so there. There's just I'll go the the other way. Uh, Florida Project mm-hmm. was the one I liked the least amount. Man, we're on totally different ends on that. Yeah, one. no, we are. Uh, then comes downsizing. Okay. Uh, then there's there's four movies that I liked, but I if I never saw them again, I'd I'd be fine. Uh, Okja. Which I did, I, which this one, I, I think I, maybe I would see it again. But I, like, I, I need to see it. It's, I, it's, it's been good. On my it's, list for a while. The only reason I don't think I would want to see it again is it's kind of out there. It's mm-hmm. just very kind of, I don't know, in your face. So it's an experience. I would definitely recommend seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of like really great people in it. Oh my God, what's the, what are their names? I mean, isn't that down. like Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swinton, um, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, Giancarlo Esposito. I remember like yep. seeing the yep. whole cast. Um, oh my God, why can't I grab this? Here we go. Uh, yep, Paul Dano. That's who I was Paul thinking Dano, of. Paul Dano, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you pretty much said it all. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, I would recommend seeing that, but I don't think I would watch it again just because for sanity's sake. Sure. And then Beauty and the Beast, that was the live action one. That came out this year? Mm-hmm. I like totally forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So that was okay. I don't, yeah. I don't think I would ever need to watch that again. Despicable yeah. Me 3. <laughs> I did not see that. Like, I didn't go to the movies or anything. I was actually on a cruise and that was one of, that was the movie that they had playing in the cabin. Yeah. So I would say like at the night, at nighttime, I probably watched the whole, the whole movie. And then The Boss Baby with Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, yeah. Yeah. That was a red box kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so then... In the list are three billboards. That mm-hmm. was uh, followed by uh, Kingsman, wait, the so, Golden Circle. So wait, what what number are we up to? Uh, sorry, so billboards was eighteen. Eighteen. Followed by Kingsman, seventeen. Okay. So then, although I didn't love it, I but I am biased. There comes Star Wars. Okay. Followed by King uh, Kong Skull Island. Okay. Which that I loved. Like that was just ridiculous and silly, and Samuel Jackson's just great. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't see any of these. I, I'm really, really behind. Like, I see all like these the like the big ones that come out mm-hmm. um, during like around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. but I, I would I would recommend Skull Island is that is a fun one. Yeah. It's just straight up fun. Yeah. Um, then followed by Girls Trip, which that actually was really really good. I've heard it's very good. I have to see that. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Like I i had no clue what to expect with that yeah that was, was like a surprise hit yeah i was cracking up that like it was just excellent 
Okay. Then at 13 is the movie Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that. Yeah, that's a Steven uh, Soderbergh. Soderbergh? Soderbergh. I don't know. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh. But that's Channing Tatum, Adam Driver. I'm going I'm, to... That, the... That's with James Bond, too, right? Yeah, that's Daniel what... Craig, Hilary yeah. Swank, Seth MacFarlane is in it, Katie Holmes. So a lot of, a lot of pe- big people. And that was also like, not a, like a straight-up comedy, but it was, it was funny. It had... Uh, I don't know if Coen Brothers is the right word. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was good. Followed by John Wick. Thought that was right. great. Then Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Followed by Wonder Woman... Thor, War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I, I loved that too. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. great. That I yeah. really liked. I didn't like it as much as the uh, the earlier, with the previous ones, but I still had a great time. I thought it was, I, I was I very was. satisfied with how it ended and how it's like flown into the next movies or yeah. the, the, the future. Right. No, I thought, I thought it was very good. Yeah. Right on par. Definitely with. liked it. Yeah, I forgot about that. Then Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Then Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man, okay. Then number five is Baby Driver. Okay. Number four is Logan. Logan, okay. Number three is Get Out. Number two is The Big Sick. Mm -hmm. And then number one, which I honestly didn't think it would be originally, but when I went through which movies I enjoyed the most, The Disaster Artist. Yeah, I was going to say... the disaster artist was was a great time. I, I loved it. it. I just thought it was the the best movie of 2017 in my opinion. And it's great if you're a fan of The Room. Yes. Which we are. We and are I didn't expect it to be that good. Yeah, me neither. I think that's why, maybe that's why it had like such an impact. Yeah, Franco nailed it. Yeah, that would definitely be in my top 10 of the year for yeah. sure. It's hard. Like I'm, I have a hard time making a list of these movies because I can't. I can't like compare it. I can't say like one is better than the other because they're mm-hmm. so different. Like yeah. you can't like something like the disaster artist and say like Ladybird. Like mm-hmm. they're not, they're different kinds of movies. Totally. So I can't say like they're both really well done mm-hmm. in their own way. Like Ladybird has like very like powerful emotional performances. And like, I guess you could say the, the disaster <laughs> artist has some like emotional stuff too, but it has like some really great comedy. Oh and yeah, it's like kind of, but it has like drama as well. Like it's it's a little bit of both. It's kind of probably what Tommy Wiseau had intended the room to be, probably, and, and failed miserably at, <laughs> and then kind of capitalized on it, and oh, totally. will continue to for years and years. Um, but yeah, I guess the big thing is like you're mentioning all these movies, like they're all so different. Like there's there's disaster movies, there's war movies, mm-hmm. there's I guess disaster superheroes, and dramas horror like there's a lot of things and horror i mean we were saying like horror thriller yeah like that usually doesn't make like a top of the year list you know those usually are like the things that come out like around halloween they're fun but they're not they're not the things that like are big like big in award season yeah definitely not i'm pumped though for for uh get out yeah no i I, really hope it wins yeah so i mean uh, at this point when this comes out, it'll still probably be before the Oscar nominations come out, I would think. Although, yeah. actually, I don't know. I don't know. The, I know that the... I think the Oscars are in... They're Jan- the, the end of February. Ended? Oh, okay. Then, uh, the end mind. of February and the, the Golden Globes are in January. So. Oh, maybe that's what I was th- uh, looking up earlier. Yeah, because I don't, I don't take the Golden Globes as seriously, but I, unless Ricky Gervais is hosting, oh, which yeah. when it's, that's when it's fantastic. That would be great. Um, <laughs> But I'm curious, actually, and maybe people can, like, leave comments and stuff about, like, what, what movies, like, we missed, actually. Not, mm-hmm. not so much about, like, what... I mean, you can tell us what your favorite is. That's great. Yeah. But, like, what movies we missed on, on here. Because so many came out this year, and there's so much that, that we haven't seen yet. Like, we haven't seen... Neither of us have seen the um, Daniel Day-Lewis movie. That's true, yeah. Phantom Thread, which I, which I really want to see. There's that other one, that Call Me By Your Name. That's another movie. That's the one. It's uh, it's set in Italy. Okay. It's like a teenage. Uh, is he teenage? Maybe he's like nineteen. He goes like for um, the summer to Italy okay. to study. I don't know like the details, but he has like a relationship with this guy there. Um, again, I don't know the details mm-hmm. of it, but it's supposed to be very good. Um, I've seen the trailer like a hundred times for like every movie I go to see. Like that trail, the same trailer huh. is always playing, and that's supposed to be like an award season. Okay. Like, 
big one. And there's got to be some others, Did too. Did Molly's Game come out? Molly's Game's another one. That's, that that was a 2017 movie? Yeah. Okay. That's one I want to see. I heard it was very good. I hear it's good, too. I'm worried about that one only because Aaron Sorkin over his overwhelms me. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> everything he does is so wordy. Yeah. That it's I have a hard time keeping up. I heard it is very fast-paced. Yeah, well... Um, I'm not but, surprised. Yeah, but I heard good, definitely heard good things. Yeah, and I also kind of I sometimes feel like he doesn't know how real people talk. No, definitely not. <laughs> like he he's definitely not doing a normal type of person talk. It's definitely very theatrical. You're you're in Aaron Sorkin world, so you yeah. have to just like get ready for that. So as long as you can like accept that, mm-hmm. then yeah. then you can move on. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, I would say you should definitely see the Tanya Harding movie. I Tanya. Oh, okay, yeah. It's it's really well done. Um, it's fun. It's kind of like I was saying before we start recording. It's sort of like the director. I forget his name, but he um, he kind of rips off Scorsese a little mm-hmm. bit because it's a lot of like breaking the fourth wall. Sure. So it has a lot of that feel of like um, I was saying, like the Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas, yeah, that type of thing. But it's like a fun one, and it's a fun like story. Well, it's like a fun early night. I guess early mid nineties history. It's like a big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I talked to a lot of people when I was saying like I wanted to see this movie, and the one response I would get was like. Do you even remember the story? Like, do you remember the Tanya Harding story? I'm like, well, okay, so I was born in 89. Mm -hmm. This was happening, what, 94? Like, no, I don't. (laughs) Does that mean I can't see the movie? Right. Or like, it does, or also like, I can't read about it, like, because I didn't live it. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? You must have been into ice skating and conflict of ice skating when you were five or you cannot watch this movie yeah i hate i hate when people do that like the the age thing when they're like i'm older and i remember when this was happening it's like good for you for being older (laughs) like congrats congratulations on something that neither of us had any control over (laughs) (laughs) congratulations on absolutely nothing (laughs) but uh yeah go see that movie even if if you're uh, well, it's rated R. So if you're 17 or you older, think, I think 17, yeah. Or if you're 15, you buy a ticket to Despicable Me. Yeah. Or or what's out now, Coco. Buy a ticket to Coco. Yeah. I actually had to do something like that. I, I was once recently. No, no. <laughs> uh, this is back in high school where I think I was. I think I was 18 and I was hanging out with a friend of mine who was 16. Yeah. And we wanted to go see. I can't even remember what the name of the movie is, but it was ours, so she, uh, she couldn't get in. So we ended up buying tickets to Music and Lyrics, starring, oh, yeah. was it Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant, yeah, yeah. So we didn't end up seeing that movie. We went into the movie we initially wanted to see that was rated R, but yeah. yeah. So do I, that. I did that once where I bought tickets to Welcome to Mooseport, Starring, oh my god i think that was starring ray romano, ray romano. and was i want to say gene hackman you're correct like, at the tail end of his career oh yeah and not <laughs> not a way to go out gene but, <laughs> but he did i bought so i bought a ticket for that and then we went to see euro trip okay nice yeah which, excellent which was hilarious right. yeah it's a fun movie <laughs> perfect yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Mooseport. Yeah, welcome to Welcome Mo- to Mooseport god. and music and lyrics. Oh my god, welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff and you know, hopefully 2018, I don't know. I mean, I hope it it continues that way. I still want to see we were talking about Kevin Spacey before. I want to see that one where he got replaced the by the, Christopher, Palmer. Christopher Palmer. Yeah, all the money in the world still haven't seen that. I hear that's pretty good. But I'm, you know, what's going on with Hollywood now? Who knows if like we'll have good movies in 2018? We're gonna have no movies in 2018. Maybe we'll have no movies, or maybe we'll have awesome independent movies. Maybe oh. it'll just be full of like really good stuff. That would be great. Yeah, I'm all down for some independent movies. Well, it is cool now to see like more stuff like popping up on Netflix, mm-hmm. like straight to Netflix movies. Like you remember, like back in the day, like if things went like straight to video, it meant it sucked. Yeah. Now that's like not the case anymore because oh, now man, they go. That's actually so true. Yeah, like they go movies now can go like straight to streaming services, like straight to Netflix, Amazon, yeah. and they can still be like really good. Yeah, that's that's oh man, that's very changed. true. But at the same time, I love going to the movies, so yeah. I don't want, I don't want to lose that either. Yeah, um, definitely. Go to the movies, folks. Yeah, and I and I hope there's like more diverse movies and 
and there's not as many superheroes. <laughs> oh, there'll and be some superheroes. There'll definitely be a lot of superheroes, I know. Or but there'll be more uh, there'll be other options as well. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. There'll be it'll continue. And there'll be good stories. Mm-hmm. You know, because I always say like in like in the seventies and eighties there were some great movies and great stories. Probably still like much better than it is today, but I, I think it can get back to where like get back to that. Yeah. Well. Give us a new godfather. But not The Godfather. Essentially, just saying, like a Godfather quality movie. Yeah, but you need new people because, like, when it's like De Niro and Pacino now are not the De Niro and Pacino. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not of, saying have those guys in yeah. it. I'm just saying that kind of quality of a movie. Yeah, because I just saw, like, Scorsese's doing a movie with, like, all these guys, like, back. And, like, I want to, like, be excited for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so skeptical that it's just, like, these guys, like, they were, they're iconic. They're amazing. Yeah. But, they're past their prime. That's true. <laughs> you know? I don't know if it came out. I don't know what year it came out. I just saw. I actually just saw the comedian. Yeah, with, starring Robert De Niro. Yeah, and I actually liked it. It didn't get good reviews, mm. but I liked it. Did you like the intern with Robert De Niro? No, no, I didn't see it, so I don't know. No, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it just it it didn't look good to me. So no, or or Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, like now like Dirty Grandpa De Niro. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that. He's he's reaching the age where like he's in those movies where the, that's the joke. I'm old. Yeah. Ha. Well, I funny. I think Hannibal Burris actually said a thing. I heard him on a podcast. He was saying, "Does De Niro owe someone money?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's why he's doing these movies. Like it just seems so weird that he would all of a sudden be doing these terrible movies. Yeah, maybe. Oh, you know what's coming out soon? There's a movie with Liam Neeson. We should just do an episode reviewing that. It's called The Commuter. Okay. It's like a new Liam Neeson thriller, which I love the Liam Neeson thrillers. Is, is somebody somebody taken away? I don't know. I, he has to go find them? He's, he's got, got various skills. He's got to kill everyone on the train. Oh. It's like he's like on a Metro North train. Oh. And like something crazy happens. Well, that sounds like a Metro North. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got so many good... He's got the one where he's on the plane. Um, I don't I forget. remember that one. I don't know, it was like maybe called Flight something. I don't know. Well, he's got Taken. He's got one, taken. two, and three. He's got yep. The Gray. And one that I really liked, Run All Night, was very entertaining. No, I don't know that one. The, I like the Liam Neeson thrillers. So <laughs> so check that out when that comes out if you want right. to have a good time. All right, 2018. Let's g- give us some more Liam Neeson's thrillers. Yeah, gotta love it. Oh, yeah. Um, we got anything else? No, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, um, so I think what we'll do is we'll post... Uh, we were talking about this before. We'll post a, yeah. the list of like our favorite movies of the year. Definitely, uh, I'll have to compile my list because I'm not sure like where I want to place each thing. Right. But I'll have to I'll have to really think hard and, and rank everything. Yeah. Well, if you can't figure out like an overall, maybe you could like break it up into like favorite drama, favorite comedy, favorite yeah. that. So you know, yeah, we'll figure out a way. I'll, I'll, I'll work it. I'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it. Um, it's worth it. But we'll yeah, if you put if our you thing have down, it. flip it, and reverse it. Yeah, <laughs> if you uh, <laughs> good old Missy Elliott quotes. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So we'll um, we'll do that. And please, you know, if you haven't seen any of the movies we mentioned, you know, yeah. there's some good ones. Check them out and mention any movies to us that we left off this list because I'm sure there are plenty. Yes, definitely. Let us know. And if you liked us, let, leave us a, like a comment or a review mm-hmm. on wherever you guys like listen to us is it itunes is it overcast stitcher uh tune in google play wherever you listen to us give leave us a review it'll help us out help people find us yeah we really yeah. appreciate it guys definitely and we love as, you and as always thank you for listening peace <laughs>